2: I'm Zoe
3: Lyons. And I'm Stephen Bailey. And this is Let's Talk About The Husband.
2: The podcast where we take a cultural reality check of all things reality TV. Do you know what that means, Stephen? I have no
3: idea, but it's our first episode, so we don't need to know yet. We just need people to jump on board.
2: Let's go. We're going to dive in with one of your favourite episodes of... The Real Housewives um, of Beverly House- Hills. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You're no. going to introduce me to... I'm going to call it... I don't want to call it lowbrow, because let's be very honest, they've put a lot of work into their brows, these women in this <laughs> show. There's a lot Under of brow everywhere work. else. Yeah, I'd imagine the brows are just an indicator of, of the, um, the architecture that's gone on with the rest of their um, bodily hair.
3: Now, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but you've already met Brandy Glanville.
2: <gasps> What's up with Brandy?
3: Well, so many things, but I'm going to tell you one thing just on the nipping and the tucking of the brows. She's allegedly had her vagina rejuvenated.
2: I'm, I'm sorry? What?
3: She's had her <laughs> vagina rejuvenated.
2: <laughs> OK, uh, now I know you. This isn't going to be your field of expertise. I know, Stephen. <laughs> vagina rejuvenation, um, and uh, you're an expert. so well, I'm, I'm reunif- a lot from this.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so rejuvenated.
3: Yeah. So she's done everything from head to camel toe.
2: Uh, I just I'm lost already. Okay. So so it, they um, I,
3: from what I understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's um, tightening it. Right, okay. Because from what I understand, it gets looser over the years. Well, I mean, I don't know. You tell me that bit. Well, I
2: mean, I don't know. I haven't had children or anything. So I don't. I don't. I would imagine it could lose something. Like you know, you know, a bit like the um, if, if you've ever been over the Severn Bridge going into Wales, there's a <laughs> there's a windsock. <laughs> that's taken a right battering over the years with with winds that have come off the atlantic so i'd imagine it's a little bit like that in uh, yes and
3: but you're uh, saying we need a new wind sock in wales
2: possibly a new wind sock so maybe that's what brandy's done with a wind sock she's just sort of um, had a look at the seams this is yes. f- this is
3: already blowing my mind what i, I like is When I first met and heard of you, Zoe Lyons, Mm. she was star of Radio 4, BBC, and Mm. now I'm dragging you right down to MTV, baby.
2: Yeah, rejuvenated vaginas.
3: Straight in as well. Normally you have to wait for the first 10 minutes. Not with us.
2: No. So I am am very much um, a virgin when it comes to uh, reality TV of this... Should we say calibre? I don't know. <laughs> I think calibre,
3: calibre. Okay,
2: yeah. okay. But on your recommendation, I have plunged straight in and um, and doused myself in a couple of episodes of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills to see what's... To, because because I know that you love this sort of culture.
3: You well, I thrive said to on you, it. I said to you, I keep because obviously we're both comedians, mm-hmm. and I said to you i always keep getting called trash and lowbrow and -hmm. unsophisticated and i think you're someone And that's
2: just for me and that's just you (laughs) yeah
3: you're a bad mentor yeah um and i think you're someone that is seen as quite highbrow quite politically engaged very cultural and Mm -hmm. i was saying to you i've learned as much from pop culture about the real world as you have from van gogh
2: And I'm I am going to explore this with you in this podcast series, and And I unfortunately
3: will not be going
2: to. Oh come on! In for a penny, in for a pound. But the episode that you told me to watch, we're going back to series five, is it? Season five. Season five. Season five. We say season in America. Okay, season five. Um where the girls go to amsterdam and i was i was fascinated by this episode because i've been to amsterdam many many times and i love amsterdam because it is a cultural hub it's got the Rijksmuseum, museum it's got the van gogh museum it's got so much going on and yet it's
3: got pot brownies that kyle richards won't try because got, she's a mother
2: yes yes exactly so why don't you set up the explain explain to the listener
3: so, my point on this is, dear listener, is you can learn so much from an episode of any reality show. Like we're going to be looking at the real housewives whole franchise, the Kardashians, Love Island, all the good stuff, all the high rated stuff, not this low rated, oh, fifteen thousand viewers, but it's cool. We're looking at the millions here. And I was saying to Zoe, for example there is an episode on season five of the real housewives of beverly hills called amsterdam Amsterdam. which really you <laughs> like the title i think that's what i made loved you agree. it yeah i was straight in i was like i gotta watch this i know your next edinburgh fringe show is gonna be called this
2: amsterdam
3: <laughs> yeah and you're gonna say it just like that
2: yeah yeah
3: and i was saying it so it all kicks off because um Lisa Rinner, who is one of the housewives, keeps bringing up Kim Richard's sobriety and questioning mm. it. Kim gets really upset because she's like, "Stop questioning my sobriety! I've worked really hard." Da, 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 da. No one else is questioning it. You're a new friend. You're overstepping the boundaries. Then Yolanda Foster, at the time, now Hadid, they divorced. She took she's originally from Amsterdam. She took the girls to go and see her culture. Took them out for a beautiful meal. And then it kicks off because Lisa Rinner brings up Kim's sobriety again. And then Kim says that she'd heard things about Lisa's husband, Harry Hamlin. And she's, it all kicks off when Kim Richards says, OK, well, let's talk about the husband. This was where I feel like I learned something. Because one, I learned, is someone else's sobriety any of your business? That's one of the things we're going to discuss today. Two... Should you be having heavy conversations like this whilst you're on a girl's trip? Because then uh-huh. you're stuck with them for the rest of the holiday. And three, when should you bring someone's partner into it? Oh, Which it, is why today yeah. we've called the podcast Forever. Let's talk about the husband.
2: Let's talk about the husband. I mean, it is quite an exceptional episode. It really, I was gripped.
3: And I I'm, know. You I'm, actually I, WhatsApp me and I didn't know you could WhatsApp.
2: Yeah, no, I did. I learned that now I learned to WhatsApp with my thumb, one thumb WhatsApp, because I'm old. I um, can't do two, d- digit, fidget, um, two digit fidgets. Um, <laughs> but are we still I was, talking about WhatsApp? We're still talking about WhatsApp. But I was fascinated by this episode. Um, these women are incredible. And yes, so Yolanda is this um, extremely beautiful Dutch woman who takes them out for a meal. And yeah, like you say, it all kicks off. And there were several things that really got me about this. There was a bit of me that was quite jealous that they were uh, able to have this massive Barney in the middle of a restaurant. It's so not British, is it?
3: No, it's really It's, it's also not. so
2: not Dutch. Um, it really isn't. It was this big, brash American teeth, tits and lip gloss fallout in the middle of a restaurant and there was a bit of me that went, oh, I wish I could do that.
3: Well, what's stopping you doing that?
2: I don't know. I think it is the over-Britishness. It's just not done, is it? Have you ever had a full Barney like that in a restaurant?
3: Not in a restaurant, but I have
2: had one like in a club. In a club, I think you can get away with in a club because it's d- 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 in the background, isn't it? Yeah, there? you're so drowned you're, out. You're just sort of drowned What, like a proper sort of...
3: I mean, it we wasn't quite like Lisa Rinna and Kim Richards where we're, like, smashing a glass, but it was proper, like, if you want to go home, go home, and I, like, threw cash at them. Here, have your taxi fare. Ha, 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 there's moments (laughs) like that when I'm like I've convinced myself be like the reason you have not been given your own BBC2 quiz show
2: Mm. see what I did there yeah thank you is
3: because I'm destined for a reality show I feel like I'm going to get to 45 and they're going to make like
2: the real gays of Manchester and they'll find me that'll be you yeah now when you threw the cash was it coins or or notes because it's really hard to throw notes I find notes babes I can't carry coins but you can't you can't you can't angrily throw a note It'll just catch no, a look. it,
3: it, it just was like, so, <laughs> it thrust out of my hand yeah. and just gently, gently floated to the floor.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's pathetic. That's utterly pathetic. Yeah. Whereas Lisa, in the restaurant, threw a glass of wine. Yeah, she
3: smashed the wine glass and she really went for Kim's jugular, but then yeah. pulled back. Because I think she went. the anger was like, I'm going to get you. And then I think she thought, oh, she might sue me and pulled back.
2: Yeah, yeah. But it was full on, proper full on. I'm going to call it a bitch fight. It was a bitch fight. It was so
3: insane. But do you think, have you ever been pushed to the, Kim clearly pushed Lisa to the limit Mm -hmm. by bringing up her husband and whatever the rumour was supposed to be. By the way, we never find out what the rumour is supposed to be. Do you know where Kim goes, let's talk about the husband? We don't know what that is. We never, ever find out about
2: it, no. Oh, so it's just left hanging there. mm mm-hmm. So Well, I was assuming that he'd also had some issues with um, substance abuse at some point in his life.
3: Yeah, so he's been sober for three years. They've spoken about that. Right. Um, and they all seem... And that's why Lisa's saying she's getting involved with Kim's sobriety, because she's lived through it with her husband and also her own sister and so it's hit a nerve. I just wonder... This is what I take from it, is going... Mostly, where it's very entertaining, Mm. I like all the stuff about, like, the luxury lifestyle, and I aspire to that, but the way they behave teaches me not to behave like that, except Lisa Vanderpump.
2: Lisa Vanderpump. Now, this is... She is a new hero of mine. Oh, tell me why. She's everyone's favourite. Well, first of all... She's more cut glass than, than Joan Collins. I mean, I thought Joan Collins had taken the English <laughs> accent and sort of, you know, in that way that British act- actresses do in the States where they go, oh, this is a commodity. I'm yeah. absolutely going to English it up to the max. Yeah. Lisa Vanderpump has sort of usurped that. incredible. She just, she's got this incredibly cut glass. It's brilliant. So, uh, And it seems to sort of cut across the... Um, slightly crass american tones at times does that sound racist i don't know i don't, I don't think care. so no no it's just you know what i mean it's so i love her and um but no, not only her but um i thought yolanda's diplomacy it was like watching it was like watching angela merkel at a at a sort of g8 <laughs> i was like this is brilliant I absolutely she is straight into
3: politics
2: but, it's, but it was, it was incredibly diplomatic. It was wonderful to watch it because it is a political situation when it unfolds like that in front of you. It's basically a war of words with, you know, wine flying everywhere. And, um, and Yolanda had just this, you know, when you think, oh, that's a grown-up. Yeah. She's a grown-up. That is a grown-up.
3: Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about Yolanda further in other episodes because there's ways she behaves with her children which are questionable. But okay. I'm going to save that, but I think you will love look it. forward but to it. But we that. do love Yolanda. But my question is with this hmm. in this situation, so there was seven wives around the table. Who do you think you are at that dinner table and why? If you were in oh, the same situation. Okay. Which one are you?
2: Right. Well, I know which one I'd like to be. Because I... Would I... Like to, I'd like to be the Yolanda or the, or the... van. I'd love to be a Vanderpump. I never thought I'd say that. You see what you tend to be seeing already? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a Vanderpump. Um, I've got one of those on the side table. Um... <laughs> what does
3: your Vanderpump look like?
2: <laughs> um, but I would probably be... Um, it was it was Kyle wasn't it that went away
3: that ran away yeah
2: yeah that would be me. really yeah I just hate I hate confrontation but I like, you sort of I really thought you'd be
3: actually either Kim or Lisa Rinner I thought oh. you'd be like someone that really held their own
2: no I'd run away really <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I hate confrontation Stephen I hate it it makes me really uncomfortable and I'm not very good at it and um, that's why I'm fascinated by these two images and going for it in a public place for me that's so must be so liberating
3: well some people as well really are love confrontation like do you have any friends that would behave like that
2: oh yeah loads yeah, really? yeah, and they make me really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah,
3: have you ever yeah. had to sit through a dinner like that where two of your friends are kicking off and you're like, oh my god? Do you know
2: what I was thinking about that? Because it, it's it's a bit of a nightmare, isn't it, hosting something? Because I sat up there and I thought, God, Yolanda's invited these people to come to her country, <laughs> come out for a lovely come out for a lovely Dutch meal, yeah. and then asked to sort of watch this unfold in front of her. Um, I I I have friends who. I, I, I know they enjoy a confrontation, and I get that sort of uh, nauseousness when I can see that it's coming. When I go, oh, here they go.
3: Oh, they're going to go, aren't they? Do you leave before it starts, or do you like to stay and witness it? Uh,
2: I like to try and sort of dampen it down. But if it sort of got, if it got as bad, where if it got as bad as this particular Barney in a restaurant, I would do a car and run away. I'd run away I, love, I loved it she just ran away just yeah just complete denial that's what I I think do. I'd
3: be Eileen in the situation <gasps> okay why? because I don't think I'm as confrontational as Lisa Serena, and Kim Richards where I'm hmm. I'd be I wouldn't be part of it but I wouldn't be able to sit there with the injustice of yeah. just like you know Kim for the whole season so Kim's you know, had a few conversations, been quite aggressive to Lisa Rinner previously. Like it's been building, building, building. And I think Eileen jumped in being like, you shouldn't be speaking this way. Like, can't we just have the conversation? Essentially, why are you losing your shit at yeah. a restaurant? I think I'd be like that. And then when Kim Richards calls me a beast,
2: I a think beast. I would be- beast? Beast, how dare yeah. you? Soap opera. It is. It's pure soap opera. Why is Kim so angry? Um, she's just always like that. I don't know
3: what it is, but she's one of those where when she gets a a bonnet, she just flips. Yeah. She just can't... Keep it in. Keep it in. And she can't just have the conversation. She goes from 0 to 100. She can't just have a conversation. Like, if it was me, I think hmm. I'd be like... Lisa, let's go to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, and then be like, can you stop bringing this up, please? Like...
2: Yeah. That would be the... That I would have be children. A I've been sober
3: for three years. You questioning it makes it look like I'm not sober. I think that's how a rational person would do it.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. And it is such a sensitive subject as well for people. It's such a it's personal, sensitive battle that people go through. So, yes, you're absolutely right. That would but be to the be fair to Kim, at
3: this point she's been sober for 3 years and for 3 years all the women have questioned her all the time <laughs> okay yeah
2: yeah Well, then that, that she maybe that you know maybe don't go on a weekend to amsterdam i don't know
3: but it was a very civilized weekend <laughs> yeah. the hotel they stayed at i googled it it's like a couple of grand a night per room it's beautiful isn't it yeah.
2: it's yes. really beautiful um they all had sort of junior suites of um, course, yeah. But they
3: weren't paying where they bravo no. were.
2: Have you ever had a junior suite?
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't get You've past a the travel lodge single bed, easy hotel no window booking.
2: <laughs> because there is a bit of me as well. Because you know, I know you love. I know you love this this show, and I know you love the lifestyle and the and and spire to the to the. Uh, to the accoutrements that would uh, that come with it.
3: What's an um, accoutrement? Is it one of those things with boards where you get a cheese and some meat? It's
2: a, it's, a, yeah, it's an additional th- It's an accoutrement. It's an additional <laughs> yeah. thing. Oh, an accoutrement. Oh, oh my accoutrement. Um, and, the, and there's a bit of me, again, that's like, oh, it's silly. You know, it's just stuff. Why would you be so interested in all of that material stuff? And then I was watching this and they went into that hotel and went, oh, my God, look at those rooms. I want that.
3: Doesn't it make you think that when you go on tour, you should be staying somewhere
2: like that? I want, I want Dutch royal blue walls. Yep, and heavily, heavily gold gilted furniture. That's what I want now. See, That's once what again, I want. I feel like you're getting culture from the housewives. The, the, do you know? I was, I, I, I was sucked in at that point. I was like, I would very, very much like to be staying at that hotel. That is. So- a-
3: So far, Mm. we've learned about decor and how to handle oneself around a dinner table whence on a girls' trip. What uh, have we learned about that museum you brought up in
2: Amsterdam? Nothing. The Rijksmuseum. I, I don't understand why they didn't go and sort of indulge in some culture. You know why they didn't go. Well, you know, I mean, the Rijksmuseum is a fascinating place. Have you have you ever been to Amsterdam? No, never. But now, what?
3: because of the housewives, I want to go and I want to try a pot brownie and I want to go to that pancake place where Kyle and Lisa went for breakfast.
2: Oh, you've got to have Dutch pancakes. Yeah, My God. See, that is proper culture. Um, pancakes, uh, panna uh or uh, poffertjes as they're called in... Poffertjes. I've asked you to stop calling me that. It's yeah. not the 90s. <laughs> Your massive puffature. <laughs> <laughs>
1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: Poffertures are like angels' food. They're tiny little Dutch pancakes about the size of a 50p, but they're sort of puffed up.
3: Do they sell them at the German market in Hyde Park? Yes, they do, yes. Yeah, I've had them. Yes, yes, they do. I I mean, they're not probably really In Manchester, um, it- I've had them at the ones in Winter Wonderland in London.
2: Well, also in Manchester, so around the corner from you, you can go to, there's um, a Pofferture stall at the um, at the Christmas Market in Manchester. Go right, and I'll go tomorrow. Out. Go, and have, go and have a little tray of Poffertures. They're utterly amazing.
3: I tell, tell you what. Reason. If this one thing I do on a Saturday night is have a little tray of poffertjes,
2: <laughs> spoil yourself with a tray yeah. of poffertjes, two <laughs> or three sometimes. I was quite impressed though that the girls did go to a coffee shop. You mean like a pot coffee shop? A pot coffee? Well, a coffee shop is a pot shop. They call it a coffee shop.
3: Oh, is you that what get, it is? Yeah, yeah. Am- you don't get look, coffee I'm, at a coffee shop. I'm learning and gossiping.
2: Coffee shops, coffee shops in Amsterdam are where you go and buy, yeah, weed. And uh, occasionally, you'd have a coffee, but that's really not what you're not going for the espresso. Um, so here's another
3: thing, right? <laughs> that's good about the episode. I thought, well, not good, but I thought it was a bit. They were all being a bit pathetic, be like, oh no, we can't try space cake yeah. in Amsterdam where it is legal they keep going I've got kids I've got kids the only one I thought was reasonable not to do it was Brandy Glanville because she's in a legal battle over her kids at this point
2: right okay
3: so it's like fair enough but the rest of them I thought
2: is she what? suing them because of her rejuvenated vagina is that that's what she that's <laughs> it
3: <laughs> you smashed open me front doors
2: I wouldn't put past those women to sue their own children for damage
3: No, I wouldn't. No. You know who I actually sometimes think probably would is Lisa Vanderpump.
2: She'd sue her own kids for...
3: Yeah. I do think she
2: probably would. For decorative damage. I'm telling you. (laughs) What? I'm telling you. But, yeah, they they had some space cake. I have... Now, the last time I went to Amsterdam, uh, and I do go quite frequently because my wife is Dutch, so we do go over there quite a lot... Um, uh, a few years back, we went and I, I did buy a spliff, but I am old now, so I, you know, I I used to smoke quite a bit when I was younger, but now it's it weak stuff, weak, weak. That's what you want when you just weak, sort of like, like sort of herbal the tea, yeah, like see, you want like a herbal tea basically is what you want, isn't it? We basically want chamomile in a in a risler. That's what you want. You want just a sort of soothing chamomile in a Rizzler. I agree. Yeah, and I—I I bought a little. You can buy them pre-rolled, which is quite handy because if you like me and cat-handed, it's just pathetic to watch. So, why are you smoking it instead of eating it or drinking it? Well, you'd smoke it instead of eat it because you can have more control over
3: what you're what putting you, in.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I. I believe I'm correct in saying that if you do eat it, occasionally you can consume slightly too much. But by that point, it is too late because it is in your system.
3: I'm telling you now, with my curves, I'm going for the cake. (laughs) I'm going for the cake.
2: (laughs) Space cake.
3: Yeah, I've never had it. I've never had any form of weed in my life. Wow. I know. I think it's why I'm uptight.
2: Yeah, you know, try try the chamomile. Go in, a, go in, um, go in gently with the chamomile. Can yeah. we book
3: some gigs in Amsterdam and we just go and do it?
2: Yes, we can. Let's do that. I was in Amsterdam a couple of weeks ago, actually. I was there a couple of weeks ago. I was doing a, um, I was recording a, a pilot for the BBC.
3: The BBC just love you at the minute, don't they? I'm very hot. Oh my um, god, hot property. I have a question then. So. You were obviously brought up your partner. I've got a partner. When is it, or is it ever okay to let's talk about the husband? Slash partner.
2: Let's talk about the husband. I think that is a pretty low blow. I think that is a pretty low blow. Because
3: even if there's nothing, it plants a seed, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think I would... That's when I would lose my mind. I think that's when I would lose my shit. I think that's when I'd get really angry, actually. That's when my Lisa would come out and a a glass would probably get thrown. Yeah.
3: So if they insinuate... Because Kim was insinuating something, definitely. I mean, I don't know if you've got to the reunion episode yet, but she goes, I didn't say anything. I just said, let's talk about the husband. And and they were all like, no, 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 you were insinuating. You were insinuating. She's like, well, I mean, if you've got something to hide, she plays it very well, actually. But... So if I'd said, so me and you were having a heated debate. Let's say we were having a debate about, I don't know, wearing masks or something, because that's what everyone's arguing over. Yeah. And then I went, and then I was like, oh god, just getting on my nerves. And it's like, I was like, okay, let's talk about your wife.
2: What would you do? That would that would be it for me, Stephen. It would be full fisticuffs.
3: Would you like? Do you th- but do you think you would be fisticuffs with your mouth or do you think you would like like and put me in my place verbally or do you think you would like dive across the table? I say fisticuffs.
2: It? I wouldn't be fisticuffs, would I? I just wouldn't be fisticuffs. I don't know. Oh, maybe you I've would. I've never That's had a fight. That's my question. Never? I mean, no, I've never had. Well, no, no. That's not an unusual
3: thing, is it? Not even as like a teenager? Like a, like a physical fight? Yeah. No. Oh. We grew up in very different areas. Have you had a proper fight? (laughs) Yes, babe. Really? Yeah. And I'm also trained in Taekwondo, so I'm a black (laughs) guy. So I've had some official fights as well. But
2: I've, yeah. Hang on, go back, reverse.
3: Oh my God, I can't believe we've took 30 minutes to get to this bit. I had a fight with another boy. Yeah. Over a girl. Uh,
2: Wow, that's everything. Yeah. That is everything. Okay, over explain to a you. girl. I uh, you have to you know, explain to me why, Stephen. Explain.
3: Um, so me and when I was 14, fourteen, fifteen, yeah. I was you know, going to the local park, drinking white lightning cider and <laughs> snugging a we'll go with lady. We'll right. We'll go with lady. What when you um, say lady,
2: how old was she?
3: Oh, well, actually, it was quite inappropriate because I was 14, she was 16. <gasps> yeah, inappropriate. Um, and, and I know the drama. <laughs> the woman. drama of the estate. I know. No wonder I'm gay. And um, she, although I call her a gay maker because this story gets so much better. So we snog. Like, we were like snogging, snogging, snogging. Then... Turns out she was snogging this other lad that we used to hang around with on the park and they were officially together.
2: Oh, wow.
3: And I just wanted to snog girls to hide my sexuality. Okay. And um, then we, and then he threw me against the side of a van so hard when he found out that we made a dent in the van. Wow. Yeah. And then we had to run off, not because we'd, we're like, I was trying to get away from him, although it really helped. But because like we set off the alarm and we caught essentially criminal damage, so we legged it. That's I... like a
2: proper gang fight where you're... Yeah. Like a sort of 1970s cop movie where you're being thrown across the bonnet of a car. And now we're yeah. both gay men. Wow, that is... <laughs> Your sexual repression dented bodywork dented bodywork of a van of a van that's so straight i know it's
3: so butch it's so butch isn't it it's so off-brand for me There are so many things where i was like this is why i'm no i'm not as talented as a comedian as i would like to be that would be an award-winning bit of material. Yeah. Taekwondo would be an award-winning bit of material just because you wouldn't expect it from me.
2: So what, what level belt are you in Taekwondo? My black belt babes. Are you serious? Yeah, I've never done this. About I can break team. wood. I keep saying, you know that?" Sh-
3: <laughs> have you ever done the last leg? I can break wood, and I don't mean an erection. <laughs> not, I, just, <laughs> I know where your mind went, Zoe Lyons. I'm going to dive across the table. I to can you break wood. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, do you know? Um, have you done the last leg?
2: No, I haven't.
3: Okay, it's my dream in life to do the last leg. Yeah, which you know. That show needs...
2: We'll make it happen. We're going to make this happen.
3: Yeah, because I'm like, it is a show about sports and the Olympics and nonsense like that. I was like, the minute I go on there and say to Adam Hills, oh, I've got a black belt in Taekwondo, there's your first laugh. Because people don't believe it. Yeah. I could break wood live on TV. Have you got the little pyjama suit and everything? Yeah. 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 I've not done it in about... I did not know this about you. Yeah, I've not done it when... Well, it's probably a decade now because I'm of that age. But I I stopped when I moved to London. And I moved to London when I was 24. Right, okay. I stopped then. Um, But it's like I'm insured. I've got my insurance somewhere on this. There's a cupboard next to me. I've got... I'm insured. Yeah. I, I got so far... I trained to be an instructor. Are you serious? So I taught kids because I was young, obviously. So I taught a kids class um, and which I think shows hidden depth to me. And I am insured for one million pound because I'm a black belt in Taekwondo, you're classed as a weapon. I'm not even joking.
2: None of this I knew, Stephen Bailey. I know. None of I have, this I knew. I have hidden depth that
3: I keep to myself.
2: But is it the is it is it the art of taekwondo, is it the is it the philosophy of taekwondo that you must not use your powers for personal gain? <laughs> for personal gain? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you were in that restaurant in Amsterdam with the girls, you couldn't just unleash a taekwondo beast within. Well, here's the thing,
3: right? Mm. I actually I have a weird because, like, we're friends, so, you know, I'm quite insecure about my career, just everyday life mm-hmm. things. Yeah. But I I could walk through a rough area late at night after a gig to get to a train station, and I would not be concerned, because I really feel like I could take most people. Um, but in that situation in Amsterdam, I think I'd have a war of the words. I really okay. do. I'm just putting a little light on so you can see me. Oh, um, look at you. And know I've just got a glow. You'll be getting putting... your black
2: belt out in a minute to show me that as well.
3: Don't tempt me. If I think that's at my mum's house.
2: Um... I did judo when I was a kid. Did you? Did yeah. you get very far? No. Um, yellow belt. And oh, I think that was just a okay. like stained white What's belt. What's that like?
3: You went for a month?
2: I went for a couple of... No, I went for a couple of years. And you um, only got to yell about, And I wasn't very good. I haven't got great hand-eye coordination. That's what also also discussed. <laughs> I'm very much the Kyle in this situation. And um, uh, my overall... My, my overbearing feeling was one of wanting to run away,
0: mm. which doesn't make for
2: a great fighter. Um, when they do the whole, you know, come together on the mat. What made you
3: want to give it a go?
2: Um... Uh, I can't remember now. I just didn't want to go to ballet. Fair. Yeah, I think I had to do something. Fair. And you know, it was that sort of point in my life. I must have been about ten, and I thought, "I'm not a, I'm not going to be a ballerina." Um, I, I really don't want to be placed in a tutu. I used to hate being put in dresses. I really, really hated it. When my mum used to put me in a dress, I used to stand in the hall. Like a like my dog does now when I put him in an Anorak with just complete <laughs> like he just he just looks at me like what are you doing? I'm a dog, why are you putting me in this? I don't need it, I've got my own coat. So when my mum used to put me in a dress, I used to just fr- freeze. It was like my body rejected it. Yeah. Oh Having said that, I'm quite enjoying a lot of the outfits on um Real Housewives. They're they're quite well dressed, aren't they? They're really well They're dressed. really well-dressed. There's a couple really of really...
3: well-groomed.
2: And it, I was watching it, and, and at one point, Yolanda had a dress on that. I went, I'd quite... I wouldn't mind having a bash on that. I, I wonder what I would Yolanda. look like. Yeah, I wonder what I would look like if I was Beverly hills up.
3: Oh, my God. Please, let's do that.
2: Yeah, like, properly. Would
3: you have... How, like... Would you... How do I put this? Have long blonde hair.
2: Well, I mean, I was looking at their hair and I was just thinking, that is thousands of pounds worth of hair. Like their hair is incredible. Yeah. It just, it must have cost. I've never had a manicure. I've never even had a pedicure.
3: Ever. ever. Me and comedian Brennan Rees have had manicures and pedicures together. What? Yeah what do you mean you've never had one
2: I've never had one, I've never had a pedicure or a manicure I've never ever invested no, I've only just started buying (laughs) moisturiser what do you spend your money on (laughs) oh like
3: trips to the museum
2: yeah trips to the museum (laughs) you know it, I spend it in the gift shop I've got some amazing tea towels
3: have you ever used Clarins oil?
2: no, of course no What? What? What am I missing out on? It's why
3: you're so stressed.
2: But they must spend... I'd love to know what a a a housewife of Beverly Hills spends on their face on a month.
3: Um, Well, I believe there is an episode where Erica Jane, who you've not met yet... I've not met Erica. No. She admitted to spending approximately $40,000 a month on glam
2: my god what is she buying glam glam that is glam i mean how much do you spend on the pedicure or a manicure? Oh, it's like 15 quid
3: you could do it you have you have your own bbc quiz show you should do it
2: i know but i bite my nails i'm embarrassed
3: it would stop you would it yeah because they make it look so nice
2: yeah that you don't want to do that but you wouldn't yeah. do it
3: you'd look down and also if you want to stop biting your nails if you got like a nail polish on them, yeah, then you wouldn't want to buy it. it wouldn't taste nice.
2: Okay. Yeah. No, I am fast. I, I, I think... Do so you go on TV? Yeah. With bitter nails? Yes, Stephen, but I'm not a hand model. Yeah, but I'm not hand model. You host thing. a very popular BBC Two tea time quiz show. With my hands in my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that. I've got the ends of my sleeves. <laughs> Welcome to Lightning. Well, you can't see my hands.
3: <laughs> Can you believe how disgusted I was to be with that?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's not mention the toenails. So
3: when you hosted <laughs> Let's not men- live at the Apollo. Yeah. And you wore your beautiful. Ensemble.
2: Yeah, was quite cool. Yet
3: yeah, you had. Fuck the nails. Fuck the nails. Fuck
2: them. Yeah.
3: I can't believe this. But I'm 40
2: grand shocked. on on, um, on glam.
3: I know glam. you would not even spend 15 quid.
2: I would. Uh, I reluctantly spend £15 pounds a month on glam. I I'll tell a, you. I, I bought a mascara two months ago and it was £25 pounds and I nearly died. I was like twenty five pounds for a bit of eyelash f- felt tip. What? I mean, that's all it is, isn't it? It's just a packaging. It's just packaging. You'd have to spend forty grand to look good. I r- well, forty quid a month. That's mass. That's enough.
3: No, I don't know. Most that, of the time, when I I do a bad. Economics really like the housewives because when I get booked for a TV show, half the time I've spent my fee on getting my hair done. Really, yeah. My hair costs not, don't look at it now. I've okay been in my pyjamas, yeah. But my hair is 130 pounds.
2: <gasps> you spent 130 quid on yeah. your hair
3: for a cut and colour.
2: Wow, okay yeah 50 quid mine <laughs> <laughs> don't I, I begrudge that I totally begrudge it yeah I'd have to really change my mindset to become a, um, uh, a Beverly Hills housewife I really would have to I that would be the hardest thing for me I think Shelling out that, mind you that money,
3: but you'd be making it, they get depending who they are, they get like a hundred grand an episode. no, they do, they get a hundred grand an episode,
2: oh, I totally have my nails done for that, yeah, I totally have my nails done for that.
3: that's like five grand more an episode than you get for lightning,
2: oh, isn't it just yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just about <laughs> yeah. no, so okay, so here we are my first foray into the world of reality tv of um housewives what we're going to call it i don't know anyway um I- fandom fandom um and i have to be honest with you i quite enjoyed it do you do you please tell me because
3: my whole point about us doing this yeah is I really think you learn things from pop culture. Yes. And also I think, you know, we talk about all the time on the BBC, etc., etc. representation and seeing yourself on screen. And I think with these personalities, I have definitely seen myself. I see myself as a bit of an Eileen where it's like, no, you've got to be on the side of the right. And sometimes you have to speak up. But I want the lifestyle of Lisa Vanderpump but from this particular episode I learned when you are on a girl's trip do not dig deep wait till you're back in your hometown do it there where you can leave because mm-hmm. you're stuck in a hotel together and I also learn, like I think it is below the belt to bring in someone's partners if someone brought in my partner who is like the nicest person I would turn into Lisa Rinna.
2: You'd get your little Taekwondo pajama suit out. Yeah, rip their throat out. I'd,
3: I'd give you a reason to run, Zoe. Lyons. I, know. <laughs> I, I
2: And I've learned that I am a runner in a group, and but I good My final, my final word on this, please. Um. I was very heartened to see that Kim and Lisa the following day actually sat down and had a conversation and found some common ground. And it seemed very grown up and um, uh, and quite sweet.
3: I do think there is something in it, because obviously they're making a TV show, but I think there's something in, in the real world. Is I think we all avoid things. I've certainly yeah. done it with friends, where it's like if you've had a bit of a tiff, and then it's like, oh, I can't, I can't deal with. It's making me feel icky, so yeah. I'll avoid them for a week, and then all of a sudden, a week becomes two, then it's a month, then it's six months, and you've not seen your friend in a year because you've not yeah. dealt yeah. with th- one the tiny issue. Yeah. Whereas with this, literally, they go and have a conversation in private. They say what they both think, and a line is drawn.
2: Yeah. And it was quite a nice, it was quite a nice thing to observe and it was quite a good lesson in life. It was. It was. So, yeah, thank you for that.
3: You're very welcome.
2: And what happened with me?
3: I learnt nothing from the (laughs) 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 Rijksmuseum.
2: You will, one day I will take you to the Rijksmuseum and you will marvel, Stephen, at Rembrandt's use of light and shade it's listen if i don't hello
3: rembrandt sounds like he was a housewife light and shade (laughs) like
2: just think of it as contouring exactly that is exactly (laughs) what i thought of it i will take you to see the night watchman and you'll go oh contouring he's got a lovely jawline there see what he's done
3: (laughs) honestly i will tell you that i mean we'll get to it in a future episode but the makeup lessons i've learned from the kardashians is why people think i'm so beautiful
2: well then maybe I will have a look at some of Rembrandt's works and try and pick out some
3: when some you say Rembrandt tips. is that yeah. what you're calling Kim Kardashian no,
2: do you, you do know who Rembrandt is, don't you Chris Jenner no
3: we'll I have no idea who Rembrandt is we'll... okay. oh. you can take charge of the next episode right um i'm gonna I'm literally googling Rembrandt the only Rembrandt I know was like they sung the theme tune to friends
2: no different one um <laughs> I think. I don't know. You'll have to indicate me in in the world of friends. Um, So, in a fun little part of the episode that we're going to call Let's Talk About the Husband, Mm. um, uh, something that we might be able to agree on is is a husband of the week. Yes. I've got one. Go on. I've got one. Right. My husband of the week. Let's talk about my husband.
3: Can we just Um, say why we're doing this? Because... It's very off brand for you to have a husband.
2: It is. It's slightly off brand for me to have a husband. However, I am a, a middle aged lady uh, um, of the gay persuasion yeah. who's currently going through, I would say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, menopause, stroke, midlife crisis. And it struck me recently that. Um, <laughs> Maybe I've missed out on the old husband. I was like, oh, I don't know what happened. but A bit like a pedicure or a manicure. I just never considered it before. But now I'm sort of looking at them going, it might be quite handy to have a bloke.
3: I have Um, a tacky question. Yes. Have you ever had a boyfriend? Like I said, I had a girlfriend.
2: No. Oh, one boyfriend at school. Like what age? 14. And guess what? He's now gay.
3: Yeah. (laughs) It's always the way. It's always the goddamn
2: way. It's like we just... Pass it on. Anyway, so my husband of the week. Um, I I've been at home all this last week with COVID because I'm very much on brand. <laughs> um, so so trendy, fashionable, so fashionable. I, I'd love to. Uh, uh, it, unfortunately, it was the it was the um, old variant. but I got it just. I got COVID just as the new variant came out. Oh, so it was very God. much like buying an iPhone nine just as the ten <laughs> came. <out. laughs> Uh, I got the old variant. I was like, oh, my God, I wanted to be 11592 Anyway, um, this week, my, my week has been made an awful lot better by the company um, in book form of the brilliant Alan Cumming uh, actor and uh, an all-round good egg. Uh, you might have also seen him on the show recently with Miriam Margulies where they're driving around Scotland. And I've been reading his book... And he is my husband of the week because um, I just find him utterly charming. He's, he's, he's very, he speaks very openly and writes very openly about his um, his uh, emotions and feelings. And it got me th- remembering when I was 16 years old, I did, I did work experience at school when I lived in Glasgow. And I got to go on the set of the Scottish sitcom Take the High Road... I remember Take the High Road.
3: Yeah, it was not a sitcom. It was
2: a soap opera, sorry. Soap Take, opera. Yeah,
3: Take the High Road. One of the women in it is now in Emmerdale.
2: Yeah. I mean, that happens. That happens. They mm-hmm. sort of migrate. And Alan Cumming was in the episodes that I went on location to film with them. And he was... It was one of his first telly jobs and he was so sweet and charming to me because I was completely lost and I didn't know what I was doing and I was just sort of holding umbrellas in the rain around Loch Lomond filming Take the High Road and I remember going to sit in the the, the, um, uh, actor's bus with them in lunchtime and he sat and chatted with me and I always remember thinking at the time... He's a total star. What a lovely, lovely man! What a total star! And um, so now he saved me in my week of COVID as well.
3: Love that for you. Also, I did not know you were a child star.
2: A child star? Yeah. No, I wasn't. I wasn't in take the high road. Oh, I was literally, just I was nearby. I, I, wanted to. I wanted to work in television when I was younger, and I didn't really know how to go about doing it, and. Uh, I worked on the set. So I literally just sort of, I did hold the umbrellas. I was basically a runner for a week. Right. I thought you were like a child
3: star then. No. like A Hilary Duff or a Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Gutted. Okay. Shirley
2: Temple. <laughs> exactly. Small <laughs> more my era. <laughs>
3: Liza. Um, so my husband of the week is a gentleman that you might not have heard of called Rembrandt Harmenszoon van Rijgen. <laughs> just simply known as Rembrandt by yeah. some. Yeah. But what I love about him, though... Go on. Um, he was, you know, a Dutch Golden Age painter, printmaker, yeah. and draftsman. I don't know if mm. you knew he was a draftsman, throwing out my husband's name earlier. And he was an innovative and prolific master in three media. You know what three media is. I don't three media. explain. Yeah. Speak
2: up on the three media. We
3: love three media. He is generally considered one of the greatest visual artists. And you know how much I'm into my visual art. I know. That's what attracted really me art. to him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's Dutch and he died in 1669. And that's, <laughs> I, yeah. And that's what I like about him.
2: And he had a very nice. He had a nice selection of hats.
3: Yep, and he had a spouse called Saskia, and I mean, yeah, you didn't know that, did you? That's what I learned from the housewives. And he had some children called Titus, Cornelia, and my favourite, Rumbatus. They're proper Kardashian names, aren't
2: they? He was the Kardashian of the day.
3: That's it. He was. He was. You know. He was a Kardashian before the Kardashians. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know. He's got that famous painting that he did of him pouring a drink on his own arsehole. (laughs) Oh, would
3: that be The Night Watch? (laughs) Or would that be The Return of the Prodigal? Or The uh, Anatomy Lesson of Dr Nico? That one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Titus, Cornelius and...
3: Rumbatus.
2: I mean, that is proper... um... Premier League football kids' names, isn't it?
3: Yeah, there's definitely Titus is around now.
2: Yeah, he was a he was um, a reality star before reality stars were a thing.
3: That's exactly it. So he's my husband of the week. Plus, he's got a nice hat,
2: <laughs> which is a must.
3: Yeah, you've got to have that if you're going to you've be You've got with to me. have a hat. You've
2: got to have a hat. Lovely. Oh,
3: fabulous!
2: Thank you for this It's been so great It has, but we've, lo- we've both learnt a lot I, I look think you've learnt to a lot
3: in, I've, I've learnt an awful lot I've, I've learnt th- about those puffy small donut things Poffitures. Poffitures, thank <laughs> you
2: <laughs> I've learnt nothing as always Go and have a poffiture. Go take yourself around the Christmas market of Manchester Indulge oh. in a Pofferture And think of Rembrandt as you do it Go and have a
3: poffiture sounds like I need a number twozy woozy.
2: Yeah, it's a very polite way of saying having a number twozy (laughs) woozy. Yeah. Stephen, it's been fun. Always and forever. Always and forever. Poffitures.
3: A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Paul, did you have any idea what was going on?
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well,.